Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Amen. I'm going back to a parcel of scripture I was in uh, two weeks ago. God dragged me back there. I want you to meet me in uh, St. John's Gospel, the third chapter, the 16th verse. John 3.16. I'm back like we never left. John chapter 3, verse 16. Those of you who were raised in church, you should know this. Amen. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Don't play yourself now. You was raised better. Come on, John. Chapter 3, verse 16. This is for those of us who had to read scripture around the table before y'all ate. Amen. John chapter 3, verse 16. Come on, let's declare it together. For God so loved the world. Amen. Let's read it again with a little bit more vim, vigor, and vitality. John 3, 16. Come on, everybody. Aloud. Amen. You may be seated. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. I want to preach for a little while today using as a subject the things that love will make you do. And that the things that love will make you do. Would you look at the person beside you and say, pray for me, pray. The things that love will make you do. Comrades, something significant in scripture was etched in the 21st chapter of John. Jesus had just performed a milestone miracle with a net-breaking catch of fish after the disciples were having no success. It should be cited that this takes place after the resurrection. It's a strike against our sensibilities. Is that verse 15 indicates that Christ was also eating. This is after the resurrection. And Christ is also eating, subliminally suggesting to us that you shouldn't lose your hunger just because you've been hurt. With a toothpick dangling from his mouth from the bones of tilapia, is the main delicacy that is drawn out of the Sea of Galilee. He motions to Peter to come sit beside him. And he looks Peter sternly in the eyes and asks him, do you love me? Peter, the denier, wryly professes, yes, Lord. To which Jesus retorts, then feed my sheep. 
Jesus, not satisfied, asked him again, Peter, do you love me? And in the same tone, Peter says, yes, I love you. He says, if you love me, then feed my lamb. Jesus, still not content, Ask of Peter a third time because he needed to be asked the same amount of times he denied Christ. Do you love me? And Peter, flustered and resigned, said, yes, Lord. And he said to him a third time, if you say that you love me, then you have to feed my sheep. He kept asking him new birth because love is a verb and love requires action. I want you to write it down. It's going to mess you up. It's going to help you tomorrow. Love is deeds that trump words. Love is deeds that trumps words. What you love, you must act on. What you love, you must act on. With that in mind, I want us to dissect John 3.16. For God so loved, watch this, for God so loved the world by itself is an incomplete proclamation. For God so loved the world, it cannot be the end of the verse. Why, Pastor? Because it is absent of demonstration. If you love me, you got to show me something. When Moses was growing up in Pharaoh's house and saw an Egyptian beating an, an Israelite, he knew he had to do something because he loved his people and hated to see them oppressed. But he didn't know how to channel what he was feeling. Ladies and gentlemen, the father of the prodigal son loved him so much that he didn't care that his son smelled like slop. It didn't matter to him that he wasted his inheritance. People don't understand the kind of love that you flow and operate from. You love somebody even while they are addicted. You love them even though they are a repeat offender. And People who don't love that person the way that you do don't understand why you still love them when they're such a disappointment. The women early in the morning went to the tomb on Easter Sunday morning because they loved Jesus so much that they were prepared, here it is, to wait to see him back on his feet. They loved him so much. They watched him being spat on, watched his beard pulled from his face. They watched that he was whipped 39 times. They watched when there was a crown of thorn in his head, but they loved him so much. They said, we're going to sit at this tomb until he gets himself together. You, you, you don't know what love is until you find somebody who can love you when you ain't on your feet yet. 
after you can find somebody who loves you when you are a mess and you've fallen apart and you can't even stand your own stench and can't even look yourself in the eye. That don't happen every day. It only happens really once in a lifetime. If you can find somebody who can love you when you got no balance, when you got no grounding, when you got no sense of self, that's when you know you found what real love is. I need you to do me a favor, please. You don't even know who I'm talking about, but would you look at your neighbor and tell them you got to love them until they get back on their feet. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Watch this. It doesn't just check all of the boxes. But from a bird's eye view, it comes off a little crazy. God so loved us, hear this, that he gave a son we didn't ask for. It's crazy. You love me so much, you would give me the only thing you got? That, 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 that's evidence that it's love because it's crazy. And you're going to sit here sanctified and sanctimonious and stuck up and act like you ain't never done no crazy stuff while you were in love? In, in, in the book by uh, Ward Farnsworth uh, called Legal Analysis, a toolkit for thinking legally. There is space carved out in court for pleading temporary insanity. I need you to hear this. You can plead temporary insanity, but here's the caveat. You can only plead temporary insanity if you ever loved the person. Temporary insanity cannot be used by somebody who hated you. So crazy in love just ain't a song from Beyonce. It's the soundtrack to our romantic history. That we did some crazy stuff and don't even know why we did it. Don't even look at your neighbor. I need you to look straight ahead because they did some crazy stuff. You ain't going to recognize it because they got their church face on, but they did. They did some crazy stuff when they were in love. They got permanent ink for somebody who was only temporary. Crazy stuff. Moved across state lines for somebody who eventually crossed the line. Just crazy stuff. You cut off family members for somebody who wasn't even your real friend. Just crazy stuff. You let them move in even though you knew they were emotionally checked out. Crazy stuff. I'm telling you, love will make you change your appearance for somebody who will disappear. Crazy stuff. You will change your hair for somebody who won't even pay for it. Crazy stuff. You will go broke over somebody who ain't got the power to put you back together again. Crazy stuff. Y'all looking at me like y'all ain't even been there before. You memorizing somebody else's phone code, breaking into somebody else's DM, finding out somebody else's IG password, sitting in an Uber with a trench coat on. Crazy stuff. 
If I'm talking about you, just blink twice. Just crazy. (laughs) Psychologists assert that love overrides the brain. I need you all to hear this. It's going to mess you up. Love has the same impact on the brain, watch this, that cocaine does. Love has the same impact on the mind that cocaine does. It impacts neural transmitters. So like an addict, your behavior becomes erratic. You sitting outside their job parking lot. (laughs) You keep driving by their apartment trying to see cars you don't recognize. Make you act crazy, like you on you freebasing on love. Love will make you do crazy stuff. Here it is. You are depressed over a fifth grader's report card. That's, that's the impact love make you do. Love will uh, make you bathe the mother who was never even there for you. Love will make you sit with a father who don't even remember who you are. Can I testify? Love will make you pay a phone bill for a child that won't text you back. Love will make you do make you do crazy stuff. The creator lest I be charged with heresy, the creator is not on cocaine, but the stuff he has done for me is crazy. Maybe you ain't got the relationship with God like I got. He, He sat in the car with me when I was getting ready to lose my mind and wrapped his arms around me so I didn't drive over the cliff and jump off of the bridge. I'm telling you how much he loves me. He cleaned me up when I was laying in my own vomit. He, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. He wiped away stuff that I should have went to jail for. He kept me together when I was running with the wrong crowd and falling with people that was beneath me. He, he slapped my hand when I was reaching for stuff he delivered me from. He made me love myself when I didn't even know who I was. He did crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Telling the crazy stuff that he, he's done for me. And so, so because you don't know how I am loved and you don't know the depth of the way that I'm loved, you don't know why I act the way I act. I, because I feel loved by him, I'll scream when I'm not in pain because I love him so much I'll run when nobody is chasing me when because I love him so much I wave my hand and I'm not trying to get nobody's attention because I love him so much I just sit in my room and I feel the presence of his glory fill the room because I love him so much I just tell him thank you randomly and I don't even know what I'm thanking him for but he's been so good 
to meet it. I, I just gotta tell him I love him. 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 You don't know what he's done for me, but he gives me the victory, and I love him. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Jesus loves me. Yes. Jesus loves me. Yes. Jesus loves me for for the Bible. I love them. You may be seated. I love them. He's been so good. I love him. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I love him. He looks beyond all of my faults and he meets me at my needs. I love him. Can I tell you something? He looks beyond all of my faults and he meets me at my needs. I love him. Love is um, Love can be obsessive. Love is uncomfortable. It's, It's illogical. And the deeper you go into love, the closer you get to infatuation. Have you ever thought to yourself, have you ever told yourself that God, hear this, is infatuated with me? He loves me so much. I don't care who you dated. I don't care who you married to. I don't know who you kicked it with. But I'm, no matter who it is that you were ever with, not, not now one of them has ever counted the hairs in your head. God, y'all ain't saying nothing. And if a strand of hair was left on the pillowcase, he'd start to count all over again. He, he loves me that much. There are five billion people on the planet. Five billion people on the planet and nobody in the earth has my fingerprints. He loves me that much. He is so preoccupied with me that he don't ever want me by myself. So he left me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Oh my God, he's, he's so consumed with me, he never lets me go out alone. He makes sure no matter where I go, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. He, 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 he loves me. He loves me that much. He's, He's so into me. There were some people who loved you after you lost weight. Some people who loved you after you made money. Some people who loved you after you came up. But I want you to know when God fell in love with me. When I was in my mother's womb, he made plans for me. Y'all ain't saying nothing. He got a prenatal affection for who it is that I am. 
Whatever it is that I'm getting ready to receive, he started doing it before I could read, before I could write, before I could ever say my name. So when I made mistakes, God wasn't surprised. You thought he was going to disqualify me, but God already knew I was going to get drunk. He already knew I was going to sleep with the wrong person. He already knew I would have stains on my credit, but he said, I don't need any of them to validate why I love you. I see your mess and I still love you. He's just, he's just that into me. The French philosopher Pascal pointedly said that the heart has reasons that reason can't understand. I don't know why I did a lot of stuff I've done. When you read 1 John 4 and 8, you understand, hear this, that God is love. It is the essence of his being. It is his raison d'etre. Because God is love, it is his nature. He's not pretending it's his true self. He's not saying what he thinks I want to hear or doing what he thinks I anticipate. It's just second nature to who he is. Um, if you ever read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, you can interchange the word love for God. God is patient. God is kind. God protects. God perseveres. But the part that I love, I hope you'll shout about it, is God never fails. God, I, I, I just need 50 of y'all to holler back at your boy and shout out loud, God never fails. Come on, say it again so that the devil in hell can hear it. God never fails. The marriage can fail. The engagement can fail. The relationship can fail. The job can fall apart. But God never fails. I don't care what I did in my life. I am not a failure. Even if it didn't work out, all things work together for good to those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. I, I, I need you to prophesy over somebody's life and you don't even know how bad they need it, how bad their spirit needs it. But I need you to grab that neighbor by the hand real quick and I need you to declare over them, God is with you. Come on, say it with authority, God is with you. And because God is with you, whatever you try for the rest of the year, it will not fail. I can't hear nobody, whatever you go after, it will not fail. Whatever you apply for, it will not fail. Whatever you put your mind to, it will not fail. I want to hear the sound of those who know this is my season for supernatural success. I need you to shout out loud like you have outlived every season of hell. But there is no 
love without sacrifice. Love is not synonymous with convenience. Love, hear this, is the call to the inconvenient. You love them, you end up at restaurants you don't like. <laughs> you love them, you watching movies you ain't interested in. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You, you love them, you end up going places that you never entertained before. Because love is a call to, call to sacrifice. So he says, God does, I love you so much that I'm prepared to make a sacrifice. The sacrifice is not for you to get cars. It's not for you to be millionaires. I'm sacrificing because I don't want you to die in sin. Oh my God. The law says the wages of sin is death. Watch this. This is the law not man created, God created. The wages of sin is death. And God says, I love you so much. I am gonna create a loophole for the law I created. You are supposed to die, but I gotta find a way out for you. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Some of you, when you look over your life, there's some stuff you should have never got. Some opportunities you should have never had. But God made an exception in your case. Folk don't understand if I wasn't me, I wouldn't like me either. But because God's favor is on my life, he created a loophole for me. The wages of sin is death. You and I were supposed to sin yesterday, supposed to die yesterday, because every day we sin by thought, by word, and by deed. And many of you think you are holier than other people because you only count sin by deeds. But the first level of sin is your thoughts. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Do you know how many psychological adulterers are in this room? Y'all ain't saying nothing. How many people did you kill on your job in your mind last week? Y'all ain't, you almost went to hell on battery against your teenager. It was in your mind. It says, but I am giving you a way out. And the way out that I am giving you is I created and initiated a loophole because I loved you enough to know you wouldn't work yourself out of the problem. So I sent my only son, Jesus. In old school church, if I had wooden pews, I could end the sermon right there. I'm talking about wooden pews that had family names on the side. It's, right there because your grandmother say if he don't do nothing else he done enough already but some of y'all don't know how to thank God for the God of your salvation I know we don't preach these kind of sermons 
in this era and in this hour, but I wonder if I got anybody here who's just glad to be saved, who's glad to know that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. Is, is there anybody else like me that knows he who knew no sin took on the sins of the entire world? He loved me so much that he knew saying he loved me would be inadequate, would be insufficient. Um, it'd be anemic. So he said, I got to act on it. I can't just say it. I got to demonstrate it. So I got to give my son and I did not send my son for water in the wine. I gave my son so that he could sacrifice. So watch this, he could die because if you stay in what you're in, it'll kill you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, um, I'm mindful of uh, a text message that Abraham got that uh, Yahweh sent him a message that said, sacrifice your son Isaac if you love me. And Abraham gathered his young son Isaac, got some wood, got some rope, got some fire, and went up a mountain. And when he's going up the mountain, he says to all of his servants, watch this, I need you to hear what Abraham says to his servants after God told him, sacrifice your son. He says, watch this to his servants, we will be back. This is before there's any ram in the bush. He's believing that God is going to give him his son back. I'm going to say this to somebody, and for some of you, this sermon will not resonate. It won't even mean anything. You better hold it. You better save it. It will later. The father had confidence in giving his only begotten son. Watch this. Because he knew he was going to get him back. I don't know who I'm preaching for, but I need you to know um, that this is the day you need to hear what I have been commissioned to tell you. Would you lift that hand, please? Hallelujah. Those of you who are online, maybe you ain't in this room. I got to get this to you. I heard God say it, and uh, it made me quiver in my seat. He said, Jamal, when you get up today, tell them, that all the love they gave out is getting ready to come back to them. I knew everybody wasn't going to scream. Everybody wasn't going to holler. But you are deserving of being loved. You are deserving of being cared for. You are deserving of being...
being somebody's first priority. I don't know where the worshipers are, but God said your lonely season is over. Your desperate season is over. Your season of always giving and never receiving is now over. I declare over every worshiper that's in this room, get yourself together. You never knew love like this before. The greatest love of your life is about to hit your life. Get ready to be loved. In a way that you never expected. A way that you didn't expect. Hear this. But a way that you deserve. It's very vulnerable because this isn't a shouting sermon as it were. It's very vulnerable what I'm getting ready to call for, but I am following directions from heaven. Um, The greatest, highest suicide rate in America for the very first time is not teenagers. The highest suicide rate is now from seniors. Their children don't come see them. They ain't heard from their grandchildren. It's going to mess you up. I'm telling you, it's going to throw you off. You know how many people are married and feel unloved? You know, how how many people are in a situationship? They feel unloved. I don't want you to equate being touched with being loved. My time is quickly dwindling, but I want to do it and I'm, I'm dragging my feet because I know the weight of this call that I'm getting ready to do. Some teenagers, some seniors, some widows. I don't know where you are. Um, But under the power of the Holy Spirit, those of you who are in this room and you have been feeling unloved, I want you to come meet me at this altar as quickly as you can, please. Don't let anything stop you. Don't let anybody stop you. Don't worry about how people look at you. I need you at this altar. Something wrong if you're the only one making all the sacrifices. You're the only one who's being inconvenienced. Come on, I need you at this altar. People can't believe it, as attractive as you are. They have no idea. I got nobody who can speak to my mind. They get so caught up in my exterior that they never get to know who it is that I am. I want you to pull in as close as you can. You'd be amazed how many children have never heard their parents say, I love you. And they end up being impregnated by somebody older because they wanted a father figure just to say they love them. You'd be absolutely amazed how many people have railroaded their life because they thought sexuality was actually intimacy. So that they are sexually active, but intimately absent. 
I've read something a long time ago. If you'll pull in just a little bit closer. I've read something a long time ago. It's messed me up. I don't even remember who wrote it, but I, get it, I gotta give it to you. This is what I've read. People will help you get undressed, but very few will help you get dressed. I brought you to this altar and I want you to hear my heart in integrity. I need you to hear my heart in integrity. I am not telling you that by the end of the year, you're going to be married. I ain't telling you you're going to be booed up for the holidays. I ain't telling you that. I'm not telling you your DM's getting ready to blow up. That is not what I'm telling you. I am telling you, watch this, that God owes you an authentic love relationship. Come on, come on. Y'all really ain't gonna shout it. I said, God owes you an authentic relationship. He owes you a family that will love and support you. He owes you friends who really want to see you succeed. He owes you a circle that is vested in your dreams. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. He, he owes you a confidant that you can open up and be vulnerable to without fear of them telling your business or using it against you or holding it over your head. God owes you a love relationship. I'm praying that God will, will send it to you. Would you interlock arms with whoever's beside you at the altar? Whether you're at the altar, whether you're sitting in the sanctuary, whether you're online, would you look at the person beside you, tell them you're worthy of love. Come on, look at the somebody else, tell them you deserve love. Come on, look back at him, tell him not second best. You are top priority. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your children that they will encounter a real love relationship. I pray that they will feel so loved that they begin to thank you. I feel that they'll pray that they'll feel so loved that they will see you in the person. I pray, dear Lord, whoever it is that you send will help amplify their prayer life. I'm going to go a step further. I hope 50 of y'all will shout, Lord, send somebody who will pray with me. Send somebody that'll pray for me. God, I got too much love to give to be by myself. I got too much love to offer to deal with this depression and this loneliness and this isolation. God, put somebody in my path who will appreciate what I have to offer, who will value what I have to offer. Give me somebody who will not fight me, but will fight for me. 
And God, I promise to give your name the praise, to give your name the glory, and to give your name the honor. And those of you who believe that when the next thing happens, it will have God's fingerprint all over it. Would you give God a shout of thanksgiving even right now? Hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.